Good morning, everyone. How honored I am to be with you all today on such a special occasion. I was so delighted that Dr. George and Dr. Nancy invited me to come on here and encourage you. I'm Anita Alexander, all the way from Australia. So the time difference has created a little bit of a challenge, hence why I've recorded my encouragement to you today, but thank you for having me. I just wanna encourage and uh, congratulate every one of you on all of your hard work and your great achievements. I know for the families involved in supporting every student in their uh, pursuit of more in what you have all been working so hard to achieve in your deep degrees, there is great uh, support work network behind the scenes. And I just wanna bless all your family and your friends for supporting you, praying for you, uh, helping carry the natural load as you've been able to set yourself aside for this time to really pursue what God has had for you in your studies in this last season. Today, I just wanted to, uh, you know, can give you a great big congratulations, I guess. I understand the work that is involved as I am um, an alumni. It is one of the most wonderful things I ever set out to do was to earn my doctorate of theology. And I just want to encourage any of you that are thinking of pursuing that way to go ahead and take the plunge, take the challenge because you will not regret it. And to all those that are graduating and want to go on to a further degree or are thinking about it, I just want to encourage you that if God has really put you put that in your heart, that the Lord will bless you and, and expand you. I felt in my time of study and my time of uh, setting myself aside in that way that I was so expanded in ways that I did not expect, but in such rewarding ways that I still am eating the fruit of that season of study and um, achieving my degree. And I'm just so blessed that I can be with you today on the other side to, th uh, to encourage you and uh, to congratulate you. Well done to every person that has achieved. It is a great achievement. It's a lot of hard work. And so well done to all of you. I just really feel like I want to share an encouragement as you're going on now into your next season, as I said before, whether that is pursuing a higher level degree or if you're going out into, uh, into your next season of what God has for you, that I just wanna encourage you to let the Holy Spirit put wings to your knowledge. Because we know that without the Holy Spirit, without His unction, without Him, we can do nothing. Our, our knowledge, our efforts, our degrees, they, they are of no effect without His empowerment. And I've found that in my own life, that God has put wings as we, as we give our abilities and we give our hard work and our efforts to Him, that He is able then to take that and put and make it into something that we cannot, it, it can reach into places that we could never take our ourself or the message that we're carrying. And so there's just a short little uh, exhortation I have for you today in for your next season. And, and the, the uncertain times, you know, that we're living in, we, we have to be honest. The times and the seasons we are in right now are exciting times, they're challenging times. And 
For many, they're uncertain times. And I just really felt like I wanted to encourage all of those present today, uh, celebrating your loved ones and, and graduates that are celebrating their achievements. I wanna encourage you all today uh, how, to, how I feel like the Lord is wanting to share with you how to posture your heart in this season. And I was led to the story that we all know of Mary and Martha in Luke 10. And it starts off in, in, in verse 38 where Jesus comes to, to their house and uh, Martha is found you know, running around, busy, uh, trying to serve and to, to feed everybody. And she's busy in the kitchen and she comes to Jesus and she says, you know, Jesus, my sister, she's here sitting at your feet. Can't you just rebuke her and tell her to get up and help me in what I'm meant to be doing? And Jesus' response, I think, was not what she expected. And he said, he said, Martha, Martha, you are concerned and you're worried and anxious about many things. Mary has chosen the good portion for she has chosen to sit. And, 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 you know, I just really feel like that's an exhortation for the time that we're in, that Mary recognised the hour. And I really feel that we are to recognise the hour, that yes, we've, our pursuit of greater knowledge and our research and all of the effort that we've put in is wonderful, but we've also got to be awake to the times and the seasons of the Lord and to recognise the hour and, and not to put our trust in our own abilities and efforts. As Martha, she was concerned and worried about many things. She she placed her her I guess her uh, confidence in her own ability, and she didn't have an eternal perspective. And so Mary had an eternal perspective. She felt that you know, I'm actually going to see this hour of visitation. I'm going to see that I need to learn. I need to learn more. And, and I feel like God is wanting to encourage us in our learning that most of our learning comes from intimacy. We need to learn of Him. We need to learn of His ways. And as we learn of His ways and, and we prioritise sitting at His feet in intimacy, then we will be able to uh, be be expanded and thrust forth into the other ways of our talents and abilities in the sense that we yield and give over our talents and abilities, our strength, and God can multiply it, but we choose to prioritise intimacy. And as we prioritise intimacy, then we are in this space of hearing God. We are in a space of revelation. We're in a space of unction. We're in, you know, the Bible says we have an unction from the Holy One and we know all things. So knowledge comes, true knowledge comes from the unction and the unction comes from intimacy. And so I just really want to exhort all of us today that to recognise the hour and the hour, I really believe to position our hearts in this space is to, is to maintain intimacy. So Jesus was saying to Martha, he's like, you know, Martha, you're troubled about many things. And, you know, Jesus says that in the word. He says, you know, we're going to have testing in this age. We're going to have trial in this world, but be of good cheer that Jesus has overcome it. And Jesus also says, as he is, so are we in this world. And so he also says that without him, we can do nothing, even though we are capable of doing many things, but we are not capable of doing things that have eternal value without him. We can build kingdoms. We've seen it throughout the scriptures. We can take our knowledge. We can take all of our efforts and all of our 
talents and great wisdom and we can build many things. But Jesus actually said in the scriptures, without me, you can do nothing. And so that simply means without him, his unction, his leading, his inspiration, what we produce in life will not have any eternal value. It will not be able to overcome the world. And the Lord said, as he is, so are we in this world. So Jesus was an overcomer. So are we in this world. But as he said, we have to abide in him. And and then if we're abiding in the vine, we're abiding in him. And then we won't do anything outside of his leading that is is not going to produce fruit because ultimately that is what he's called us to do. In John, it says that we're to abide in the vine and the whole purpose, if you read that whole passage, the whole purpose to abiding in the vine was so that we would bear fruit. So we can't bear fruit apart from him. And we might have all these great things, but apart from him, it won't have any eternal value or ability to touch hearts and minds and shift things that, and shift chaos and shift the space of uncertainty in the world around us. And so I guess we're supposed to be hope bearers, light bearers to this world. And that which we're carrying is, is, is for the purpose to bring kingdom to come and his will to be done. And so I was just, you know, thinking about how he was talking, you know, to Mary and Martha and he was saying, you know, she was, Martha was concerned about what she had control over. She, we can be concerned about what we have control over. We can try and fix it. We can try and use our own abilities, our own strengths, our own, all of this. We, we try and do things in our own strength. And that's what Martha represents. But Mary chose to sit at his feet and be positioned so she could be empowered. And that's what I really feel like that sitting at Jesus's feet actually is representing to be positioned, to be empowered, to overcome, be empowered. And so to be empowered to navigate what we don't have control over, because that is really the reality that we live in. It's this world. We don't have control over everything. And as we go into um, these next seasons and and the, the times that we're living in, the Lord says in Haggai 2, He's going to shake all nations. And I really believe we're in that season. I really feel like we're in the tremblings, the, the early tremblings, that God is going to shake all nations. And He said, you know, the latter glory of this latter house is going to be far greater than the former glory. And so a shaking is actually going to produce the glory of God to rise in the church. It's not something that we need to be afraid of. The uncertainty is not something we need to be afraid of, but we need to be positioned at His feet so that we're empowered to walk in this greater glory that the Lord is setting His beautiful bride up for. And so that's something to be really uh, excited about. And so I just really felt to encourage you in that space, we hear about intimacy a lot and intimacy can be kind of brushed over. But I really feel like that's the word of the Lord for this season. I was in prayer, you know, a few weeks ago and the Lord said, Anita, the position of this season is at my feet. And and that's a position I don't feel like we're ever to, to leave. doesn't mean that jobs don't get done. It doesn't mean that we're on our face all day long. It means that we're relying on Him and His counsel. Mary was at His feet listening to the words of Jesus. What did the disciples say? You are the ones who has eternal life. Where else are we to go? And the Lord wants us to 
to position our hearts at his feet so that we are empowered to navigate these days to come, that we are empowered to overcome what challenges this world presents to us. It doesn't matter what it is that we could be navigating. We are called to take the kingdom by force. So be encouraged in this wonderful, glorious day that you are celebrating of your great achievement of finishing such an extraordinary time of study. I just want to bless you all and pray that the Lord keep you, He he prosper you, may His goodness and mercy follow you all the days of your life, and may you be protected in all things, and that you always have a heart posture in learning, that you always have a heart posture that we've never arrived and there's always more. There's, there's the unendless uh, knowledge of the Father to pursue and understand, but it's found at Jesus' feet. So bless you all and have a wonderful time today. Congratulations.